The Word of God is meant for practical living on the earth. It is the proceeding word from the mouth of God that defines us, informs our activities, and shapes our behavior. Do you treat the Word of God as a manual or as a meaning? Welcome to Kingdom Conversations, where we break the Word down to actionable points, where we expound on what the Word is saying to us. Every one of us is able to hear our Father, God, clearly at whatever level we are at and draw out truths that can shift our reality and transform our day-to-day lives. This is the Cyrus Community. We are talking about the names of God and we are saying that these are names that we interact with every day because it's supposed to be a reality, it's not supposed to be a reading, it's not a scripture. We take the scripture out of the book and we make it a reality, an experience in our lives. So when we talk about Jehovah, we are now saying, listen, we now know who the Lord is. When I say I am Now we need to look at the New Testament and ask, did these names disappear when we get to the New Testament? <laughs> Did they cross over? Did, yeah, did they cross over? <laughs> Were they Old Testament names? Did they see, have no meaning? We always see the Old Testament as a life out there. Exactly. And the New Testament is like there's a bridge. Yes. So when we say the words, did they cross over? It's almost like, okay, wait, there was yes. a gap between the old and the new. Yes. No, there's no... People, there's no gap. Yeah. The, the truth is this. Mm-hmm. All the writers of the New Testament were referring to the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whenever they said it is written, mm. what was written? So the entire New Testament is an explanation of the Old Testament. Yes. In terms of current. How do you connect that to present reality? The New Testament expounded and brought clarity and insight to what was being said. Mm. So that tells us that these names did not disappear. They were actually incorporated. Mm. But incorporated into what? That's where we are today. I think if you think about yes. the New Testament and mm-hmm. you say that, what makes it new? Yes. When we say New Testament, New Covenant, uh-huh. Old Covenant. Yes. So when you see what makes the New Testament new, it's the coming of the Messiah. Yes. When Jesus comes and we say, you know what? When Jesus comes, he's coming to reintroduce us mm-hmm. to something that was. Yes. So he's not coming to bring in something exactly. new. Exactly. So even when you talk about the name Father, and we say that Jesus is actually revealing the same names that we've been talking here, yes. but now it's like they have been incorporated in this one uh-huh. name. So when you talk about the Father, from the beginning, God created man. Yes. And in Genesis, we do not see God and a creation. No. <laughs> God is seen as father and son. Yes. And we see that in the New Testament, when you see the genealogy of Jesus, where it goes back and back, son of, son of, son of, and then we reach Adam, the son of, of God. God. That tells us God was his father. Absolutely. Yes. So not only is Adam called the son of God, mm-hmm. Jesus is called the last Adam. Yes. So they exchange names. Yes. Which means they have the same name. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Yes. In that sense. Now, we want to hear from Jesus because if anything, he introduced the concept of father yes. in the New Testament. And let me tell you, the power of this reality is that Jesus did not make many references to the term God. Mm. He made, we're not saying he removed them, but he had this closer insight, this this greater revelation yes. that God was the Father. In fact, this is such a strong concept 
that in the first three books of the New Testament, what is known as the Synoptic Gospels, okay. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus mentions the term Father 65 times. Did you say Synoptic? Synoptic Gospel means synoptic? Matthew, Mark, synoptic Luke, sounds good. <laughs> and John. <laughs> synoptic Gospels, the best way to put it, without going to deep theology, okay. is that these Gospels seem to be like the witnesses of events from different perspectives. That is synoptic. Synoptic. Means... Where can I use it? I feel like I want to use the <laughs> word synoptic. I don't know where to use the word synoptic. Guys, that's don't my worry. husband. No synoptic. Side charge. <laughs> I'll tell you the meaning. Okay. Yes, and the whole idea is that that's why when you look at the stories, you hear the stories, but you find in one place is more of an emphasis of mm. a certain, but the same issue. Yes. That's a synoptic. John kind of takes a different tangent, a different direction, even though it still includes these things, but there are certain things that are expanded in John that you will not necessarily find in the other gospel. And that is a hundred times Jesus mentions in one book. In one book, John, a hundred times. Now, wow. Was this distinctively <laughs> over hundred yes, times? Wow. Was this distinctively different from what we have learned so far, or was it an upgrade? Mm -hmm. You see, because we can say, no, 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 we no longer call him Elohim. We call him Father. <laughs> yeah, Does wait. that change him? Hmm. Does that give him a different outlook? He always was all those things, mm -hmm. and yet he always was Father. Yes. So in other words, why does Jesus create this new term? And is this term, like we said, distinct? Now to do this, we want to look at a specific context in which Jesus introduces the whole concept of Father. And why we are using this context mm -hmm. is very, very important. That you understand that when Jesus, whenever he used the term Father, he never took away from the other terms. Yes. It's almost strategic that the meaning he carried behind that term should be the meaning we carry. You see, why I say that is we have a problem. When we use the term Father today, especially even Father God, mm -hmm. or God my Father, mm -hmm. our problem is that we still feed it through the prism of our understanding of who our Father mm. is. Yeah. And that is a limitation. That's why so we have so many things we think God is because we are seeing him through the filter of earthly fathers. Mm. And I'll say even the filter of spiritual fathers, which is still inadequate and very, a very poor imitation mm -hmm. of how God So when you God talk is. about father here, yes. we, are, we are also saying that we, we will see how to interact with God as Father mm -hmm. without losing the essence ah. of His attributes. So when we say yes. the names of God, yes. so how do we interact with Father without losing the essence of those attributes that we've been exactly. discussing? Exactly. Yeah? Exactly. Maybe and that's the power of it now. Where we're going to go is a story well known. It's in the New Testament. The story where you find the conversation that we have all chosen to call the Lord's Prayer. I love how this conversation always takes us to, to corners <laughs> where you're like, you know what, this is the prayer, this is yes. what I was brought up with, this is how yes. I was told to pray, exactly to get to God. And, this and is Jesus yes. himself telling us how to pray. And you see the thing is this, mm -hmm. one of the things I think it's important to say at this point, throughout the journey we have come so far, the issue is not the debate of what is God's name or not. The issue is, have you interacted with that dimension that you mm. call God's name? Yes. 
Let's go beyond the, 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 the base mm. where you say, oh no, but he's Elohim. No, he's Jehovah. The right name to call. It's fine. Call him any. Have you experienced any? Mm. So when I come and say, no, 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 we should know him as Jireh because even in the beginning he wanted to be our provider. Have you has experienced? He, yeah, if he hasn't provided for you, then you don't know him hmm. as Jehovah Jireh. You've heard of him wow. as Jehovah Jireh. Wow. So we're we not going to, to debate what we have heard. Hmm. We want to go beyond what we have heard yes. so we can touch, hmm. experience, and walk with. So you're saying this conversation is not about knowledge no. of the names of God, yes. knowledge of the attributes of God, yes. but it is about experiencing exactly. the attributes of God. Exactly. Where we as believers, the body of Christ, we can sit back and say, you know what, as I sit here, I know what peace is. My spiritual life, my and we are not supposed to uh, break them, <laughs> yes. but my spiritual life, mentally, physically, materially, I can tell you, I have shalom. Yes. I have that attribute of God in my life. Exactly. You are sitting here and you are saying, you know what i know what it is to go through war and win even before you start you are a winner because i know god jehovah my uh, nisi so yes. these attributes becoming part of our lives mm. and our experiences yes. is our intent for this conversation absolutely so please don't sit there and say but there's one name you forgot there is yes. another one forget <laughs> about that one let's experience them yes let's experience and, and let them. me say something here truth is unchangeable mm -hmm. okay in fact, another word for truth in the original writings is reality. Mm. Something you can't change. Yes. But application of truth is contextual. Mm. Explain that, please. So, truth is practical. For example, we know it is true that if you plant a seed, it must grow. We know. But take that seed into winter and snow and try planting it. Mm, context. context. Context is very important when applying truth. That's why sometimes we have a debate why a truth is not working. Yes. Because what you're saying is the truth. But why am I not getting the mm. result? Because application of truth is context. And that is what you said, for example, based on the context yes. here. We said that Jehovah Jireh, on yes. the mountain of the Lord, Truth. He will provide. Yes. Is that true? You are in the valley. Simple. But you're trying to apply something that is truth. Truth. It's true. He's a provider yeah. on the mountain. Yes. In the valley, he's your protector. Absolutely. So context, context, true. context. Jesus tells you the power of the word of God, which even creates. But he says, by tradition, you can nullify mm. it. Context. Context is powerful. Yes. Right? Yes. Whoever controls the context runs the narrative mm. and whoever creates the narrative controls the context mm. they feed on each other yeah so you have to always check so we have to look at this so-called lord's prayer you notice there's been a lot of so-called in this series because that's where our problem is <laughs> yes and we i mean we all grew up with it if you're like me we would say it many times beginning of meetings yes traveling do whatever even in some church structures question is where is the power in this prayer so-called lord's prayer now context. Context is very important. Yes. We have to understand that the context of the Lord's Prayer begins with a question, not a teaching. I'll say that again. Mm -hmm. It begins with a question. Neither does it begin with a problem that needs to be solved. There isn't a situation going on. <laughs> the disciples are not looking and saying, guys, we, we need situation. How do we Show us how food? to pray here. Yes. That's not the context. <laughs> the context is they ask a question. They say, 
master teach us how to pray john taught his disciples mm -hmm. now right there is a powerful idea mm -hmm. the first idea is this john taught his disciples but for some reason they feel the prayer of john is not applicable in this mm -hmm. context so these disciples have looked at John. Yes. They have seen his operations. They have yes. seen how they operated because some of them were disciples yes. of John, by the way. So we saw John teach a prayer. Yes. Now, when we try to pray that prayer, it can't work here. One of the things it, the prayer was about the Messiah. Messiah is coming. The Messiah is here. Now the Messiah teach is here. Teach us how to pray. Yeah, how can we pray the Messiah is coming? Yes. How can we pray that the Lord we are waiting? Mm. How are we praying that Lord show us the Messiah? All those prayers now have no context. Hmm. That's why prayer can't be a formula. Prayer has to be context. Yes. So the idea of this being a prayer is a formula. Already a problem. Hmm. So they said teach us how. They didn't ask teach us what. Hmm. Teach us how. Teach us how to pray. In the context of where we are, how do we pray? Wait, let's go back. You said <laughs> the disciples yes. are with Jesus. Yes. And they are looking at the season they are in. Yes. And they are looking at the season they have just come out of. Exactly. So they said, teach us how to how? pray. All right? Yes. Meaning, the prayer life we had before exactly. is not applicable here. Yes. How many of us can look at the prayers that we are having today mm. and say, wait a minute, guys, you need to stop. Because hmm. what we've been praying one yes. day uh, in the past, there's a day in the past where I prayed that and yes. it was answered. I've tried it here. It's, it's not, not working. working. Wisdom, like the disciples of Jesus, is to say, stop, guys. Teach us how to pray. We need to learn a new thing. Exactly. Problem with the church, what we, we prayed. We pray exactly in the, the same Pentecostal way. era is what where you pray the charismatic, pray? in the yes. prophetic. It's time now, to... again, understand. Yes. The natural Jew was not a non-prayer. Mm -hmm. These are not ignorant bush people mm. who have no clue what prayer is. Yes. These are people, remember John's father was a priest, a high priest. Oh, yes. So there was a context of prayer for the priest. Mm. Then there's a context of prayer for John. And these guys realize now we need a context of prayer for Jesus. for Jesus. So that means we need a context of prayer for today. Mm. So when God talks to us and tells us, I will give you power to create wealth, the first thing you must know, in a new season, there there's go. a new prayer. That's there's it. a new sound. Yes. You cannot use the prayer of the past to activate the sound of the now. Exactly. So we need to ask ourselves, what is our... Actually, that's the same question you yeah. should say. Lord, teach us how to pray in this season. That's all it is. Yeah. Now, for us to know this was not a prayer they were taught. Mm. A pattern. Yes. A specific formula. Mm. It's because... Nowhere do we see the disciples or even subsequent believers in the New Testament pray this prayer. <laughs> so then, what were they taught for? Yeah. If they were being taught a prayer, why didn't they ever use it? Mm. Neither did we hear Jesus saying, you remember the prayer I taught you? Yes. Hold hands now. Pray that prayer. Let us pray. Yes. And when Jesus actually prayed and it is recorded in the book of John, Yes. You won't see this there. He didn't use this prayer. So we call it the Lord's Prayer. It's and not. like we are saying, we're in a season of reinterpretation yes. of scriptures. Absolutely. Where we say, this prayer has uh -huh. not worked. Can we face it to believers? Yes. It has not worked. Doesn't. So was it a prayer pattern? So that's the first thing. Yes. The second thing is Jesus' response before mm -hmm. he teaches them. Yeah. He says to them, okay, pray after this manner. Or pray 
in this way, mm -hmm. not pray like this. Now let me explain the difference. <laughs> if I tell you pray like this, yes. I'm telling you exactly how to pray. Use this word. Yeah. Do exactly this. Yes. Okay, let me try and use examples closer to home. Okay. If I say teach me how to cook, I'm not asking you for a recipe. Mm. You yes. understand? Yes. It's not to cook a specific thing. Mm. It is to cook. So you'll teach me things about lighting a fire. Yes. Boiling this, doing that. Yes, I asked how to cook. Cook. But you're showing me the fire. So that the yes. ingredients. So that past that I can cook for myself different things. So what is the problem now that he's saying about cooking mm -hmm. with now look at Kenya. We have how many tribes over 44? Yes. Each of them is a different kind of food. Uh -huh. Why is it that if you go to a particular tribe, the food is cooked exactly the same? Yes. Because unlike the disciples of Jesus, they mm. interpreted, teach me how to cook. Yes. And the person said, cook in this manner. Cook I mean, like cook this. like this. Not in this cook manner. Cook like this means step by step. Don't change. Don't change it. How many years it's later? Same food. Yes. Same thing. Yes. Cook like and you this. probably don't even like it. Yes. But you still cook like that. But when you say, for example, Jesus saying, pray in this way or pray in this manner. You have freedom. Uh -huh. Right? Let's use a different thing. If I tell you, teach me how to sing. Okay. I'm not asking you to teach me a song. Mm -hmm. Yes. You get? Yes. You're not teaching me a song. You're teaching me how to sing. Meaning I could sing any song or many songs. Mm -hmm. You get the difference? Yes. So in the same way, he said, listen, pray after this manner. Now, if we understand that concept, we can now strategically examine the pattern that Jesus incorporates. Mm. He's basically telling you the core way to pray is that these attributes should be in your prayer. Okay. Or this understanding should be in your prayer. He didn't say all of them. He didn't say, never leave any out. Mm -hmm. He said, these different things I'm going to touch on will give you an insight of the posture that you should pray from. Mm. And I'm going to simplify for you, not having to remember every name. Mm. So you don't have to pray and say, oh, Father, right now, let's stop now. We are starting with Jehovah Nisi. We go. want victory. We there want him to be our banner. Yes. So if you talk about the prayer... Um, that Jesus now said pray in this manner yes. or pray this way he says our father uh -huh. so you are telling us as we start reading this prayer yes. it is not a pattern not a it prayer. is not a formula yes it is a understanding of what your prayer should be operating from mm. the dynamic from which like we said we're teaching you how to sing you will determine the song mm. Okay. because every song for lack of a better term, has a different situation. Mm. There are songs for sadness. There are songs for rejoicing. There are songs. Do you understand there are songs for everything? Yes. There are songs for love. There are songs. But all you need to do is do what? Learn how to sing. So once you've learned how to sing, how to hit notes, how to raise, how to harmonize, you can now apply it in different ways. Mm. So in the same way, Jesus is saying, listen, the whole context of prayer is summed up in one name. Oh. Father. 
father and that is why we've been talking about guys we have to go back to the father the first thing you do as a believer mm-hmm. when you get born again is go back to mm. your father because when he calls you as his son you need to come to him mm-hmm. so when we talk about salvation and we say now i'm born again i'm born again is not i said something in the earth no it's my heart i went back my spirit went back to my father from my father now he can now talk to me i can mm. hear him i can understand him and i love it when you're starting the issue of the prayer because the prayer starts with our, our father, father. Our father. Okay. And then you know the next line. Yeah. Our. Notice, not my. Not my. Our. Mm. All of us together. Mm. Now, let me tell you. Think of the power of even just that thought when you begin to pray. Yes. It means you're including everyone else. He is our father. Yes. And I have to see everyone as my brother, as exactly. my sister. Exactly. You're in the body of Christ. You're my brother. You're my sister. That's the thing. Our father. Mm. And the Bible says, who art in heaven. You know, I, I like how we take words and we, we decide what they mean. Okay? Mm-hmm. When we say, who art in heaven, what do we believe? We yeah. believe he lives in heaven. No, no. Before we go on, if we go back to yes. our Father. Yes. All right? We are simply saying that the word Father, because I want us to break down the prayer. Yes. And I want us to understand. So that when we tell you now, mm-hmm. go back to the prayer and understand every statement. Yes. So when we say, our father mm-hmm. you are saying that the word father there yes encompasses everything all the and what names. we didn't even deal with because yes, we didn't other, deal with many names yeah in other words when you say our father mm-hmm. and it's good you reminded me of that yeah when we say our father we have covered every name he has mm. every single name known and unknown and unknown so when we say these are the 16 names of god you're saying stop limiting limited so when i come and say he's the alpha and omega it's in the father yes when i say he's the shepherd the good shepherd it's in the it's in the my in the word father it encompasses everything let's 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 wow. some, sometimes we have to use mm-hmm. such a dumped down humanistic perspective but okay. it helps us <laughs> if someone is a good father good meaning not just nice <laughs> good not just in every way but wealthy resourceful has capacity and this, uh, let's assume of this athlete mind. yeah let's assume this earthly <laughs> father mm-hmm. was a man of power mm-hmm. a man of means okay. a man of resources mm-hmm. and all those things yeah when the child says my father what do they mean hmm. they don't have to say my father who is the owner of hmm. who is the president of who is the king of hmm. who owns 500 cars hmm. who has you don't go listing to your father what he has before you ask him for something <laughs> some of those things came before you were yeah so, 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 yeah. Knows. so imagine uh, 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 a child of mine coming saying my father who owns the fridge where the food is hmm. please provide me with something from your fridge <laughs> do you see that's how we go to god because you're sounds. reminding him you are jehovah jireh i now come we reason together you're reasoning with who Listen, some of the scriptures we've taken and you're taking them to God. God is telling them, stop, stop, stop. Stop looking at me. Speak those things into the earth. To yourself and to Get that Jehovah Jireh into you. Speak to you. Don't speak to me. I know I'm Jehovah Jireh. I'm your provider. I know. You tell yourself and come to a place of believing. Yeah. So, Father. So, the issue is, and we're not going to be teaching prayer today. We're just giving a context. Yes. That when I say my father hmm. that first hmm. statement changes the atmosphere yes 
changes the, uh, the reality. Powerful. I am acknowledging who he is. Mm -hmm. So the minute I say, my father. And see, Jesus made it easy. My father can be said in any language. Mm. Mm. And mean exactly yes. the same thing. Yeah. So when you say the word father, what does it mean? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It means every name we have taught so far, okay. and many we have not taught, and the ones we will discover as we increase in revelation. Because we will. Absolutely. The word father All also, of when you talk about source, and you say yes. that God is my source, I'm yes. not talking about source of air, no. and source of, you know, when you talk about God as our source. Yes. God as our source simply means this. And again, our limitation, we think, we think source means where something comes from. Mm -hmm. No. Source means before everything. Yes. Source means everything came from. Hmm. Our father, from whom everything came from. So the minute I start going into prayer, yes. the first thing that comes into my mind is the one I'm praying for yes. is the source of everything. Yes. Everything came from him. He's mm -hmm. the owner of the heavens and the earth. I have put all those things in a word, Father. Yes. So, I came from him. Meaning, Absolutely. I'm going through him. I have a purpose in the earth. He's leading me. He's guiding me. All this I see. Can you see how much if you think about the word, Father? Hmm. When you talk about he is the source. When you talk about all the names we have taken, combine yes. them and tell yourself that is the one I'm praying for. What can be so big? Let me tell you. Let me give you one of our prayer secrets. Mm -hmm. When you say, my father, yes. creator of heavens and earth, you're not telling him. You're reminding yourself. Oh, it's you are telling yourself. He knows he is. You're doing that to raise your own faith. Yes. Not to tell him who he is. Mm. It is, so my father created, in other words, my faith was failing until I reminded myself. Mm. And that is why when you talk of declarations and you're yes. sitting here and saying, listen, he is the creator. He is the God of all uh, uh, flesh. Yeah. Yes. Is there anything hard for him? So, because when you talk of Jeremiah, God asking that question, sometimes yeah. you feel like saying, oh Lord, what did I just do? Did I limit him that he cannot handle my problem? Mm. God is asking you, I'm the Lord of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? God is looking at you and saying, listen, if you can know who is talking, if you can know who you're praying hmm. to, what you're going through becomes small. That's it's it. totally, you look at it and you say, my God can change this. Meaning, when we start our prayer, and we start with that knowledge of the word Father, meditate on it. Don't run to pray. Meditate on Think who you're praying Think of who to. you're talking to. Oh. And let me tell you, in this way, your prayer becomes mostly meditation. Hmm. Mm. on who he is yes. and what he represents. Mm. And sometimes your answers are settled in that meditation. Yes. Not even in because you asked, in because you are reminded. And you came to a clarity of who he was and suddenly you knew mm. it shall be well. I, and that's what it means your prayer was answered. I remember one day you mm. gave us this video. Mm. Um, no, uh, yeah, of the God of Wonders. God of Wonders, yes. Where when you watch, you're not watching for revelation. You're watching for reminder, for something that can remind you, listen, who are you talking about? Who are you praying to? When you watch that, you tell yourself, now I, wait, I remember when I see all that, and now I know that I'm going to him, asking for something here, then you know what I'm asking hmm. for. Guys, our Father. Absolutely. Who art in heaven? Huh. Who art in heaven? The minute you go to the line, who art in heaven? That's why we said this is not a prayer. Yes. Imagine. We've said how long on our father, and we haven't even moved. <laughs> yes. So the idea is that if it was a prayer, would have already by now would be done. Mm. Yet we would have missed everything that is so loaded yes. in this whole concept. All right? 
Huat in heaven. The concept of Huat in heaven is a picture of Elohim. You see mm. where we are going back to the names? Huat in heaven simply means the one who was in the beginning. Mm. The one who created everything. The one who, as far as we are concerned, Bibles we say his ways are higher than our ways, as mm. the heavens are from the earth. Yeah. The idea is his dimension is beyond mine. Mm. So the minute you say Huat in heaven, you've already touched the name Elohim. Mm. You've already touched the name El Elyon. Mm, God mighty. God most high. You've wow. already touched God most high. Mm. So the, the whole idea of then, mm -hmm. hallowed be your name. Mm. Now wait, what does hallow mean? Hallow or holy or set apart. Distinguished from everything else. Mm. Above everything else mm. is your name. In other words, that father, broken down into the most high God, understood as the creator of the heavens and the earth, that description of him is so massive mm. that I have no proper term. That's why when I say your name, really there's no name. And that is what he told Moses. Yes. Tell them, I am. That's it. So when we say, hallowed be your name, he yes. said, this is the name they shall call me from yeah. generation to generation. Yeah. I, am I am who I am. Who I am. This is my name hmm. forever. Yes. The name you shall call me from generation. We read exactly. that in Exodus chapter 3, huh. where we talked about this is a name you'll call me from generation to generation. Yes. So when you say, hallowed be your name, hmm. which name? I am. I am. I am. I am. And for us, I am today means what? Father. Remember, father. our Jehovah. father. Yes. We've not changed. Yes. So any other attribute you're pulling in this whole context is introducing you to your father. Hmm. Our Father who art in heaven, yes. hallowed be your name, yes. let's look at the kingdom come. Again, if you remember, we talked about Jehovah Shammah. There the Lord is. The Lord is there. There. Yes. Alright? Which we talked about Ezekiel. Talking about like a city and there the Lord is. shall be. Mm -hmm. There he is. Yes. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, mm. there I um. Um. So Ooh. when you talk about wait, there mm -hmm. I am. Um. I am. Okay. What is the name? Yes. Sometimes Jesus throws the name into a conversation. <laughs> so if you start talking be. about the prayer yes. and saying that when you talk about the kingdom come, yes. His kingdom come. come. The king and the kingdom will not be separated. There you go. So if His kingdom comes, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. So yeah. when you already tell Him, listen, our Father who art in heaven, remember now we are looking at Him from different dimensions so that we can operate powerfully in the earth. Yes. And here when you simply say a simple statement, your kingdom come, there's no way His kingdom will come without the king. <laughs> Where the kingdom is, yes. the king is. Therefore, Jehovah Shammah. Yeah, the first time John uses the term, the kingdom of God is at hand. Yes. He could only use it because Jesus was alive. Okay. And Jesus is within reach. Mm -hmm. Jesus said the kingdom is here. What does he mean? Mm. I'm here. I'm here. That is the reality. Yes. Jehovah Shammah, there is the Lord mm. shall be. Yes. So the principle is, look at what Jesus is showing you. Mm. He's showing you this name Father incorporates these things. Yes. When you say Father, you mean the one who created everything. The one who is beyond naming. Mm -hmm. Yet you're saying this same one is here. Remember? Power, influence, authority, presence. All these terms we have used yes. are all the same term, Father. Mm. So again, you see another name we looked at before, Jehovah, Shama. Yes. Which is the story we found in the Ezekiel. Ezekiel, Ezekiel yes. yes. 
Now, let's continue. They will be done. Yes. They will be done. (laughs) So now here we are telling our Father, incorporated all the names, who art in heaven, Uh Elohim, El Elyon. Yes. Your kingdom come. Hmm. Emmanuel, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom is the will of God being done on on earth earth as it is in in heaven. heaven. Jesus said, I only do what I see. My father father do. do. Are you seeing how many contexts he's bringing in? Mm. So if, if not only is he here, He's here to execute his will. Mm, and of course in this he says that yes. they will be done yes. on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Give us this day our daily bread. <laughs> Give us this day our daily bread. Remember we're looking at the prayer. Yes. And we're saying when we, when we understand the prayer, Jesus is simply telling you, those names you're talking about, if only you can incorporate them in your life, day-to-day movement. Give us this day. Our daily bread. Mm-hmm. All right? Notice the kingdom come that will be done is connected to what? Give us this day. Our daily bread. So Jehovah Jireh, remember what we said. Not only does it mean the Lord will provide. Yes. It says on the mountain of the Lord. So the kingdom come that will be done. The place where his will is being done, bread is provided. Mm. Give us this day. So when we say give us this day our daily bread, we are not begging no. we are not coming to god like reminding him mm-hmm. he's telling you uh, this particular statement is saying listen uh, your kingdom come your will be done Therefore, remember the kingdom and the will is a place called the mountain of the lord is a place of the proceeding word is a place of the instruction your will be done exactly. your instruction be done yes on this place called the mountain give us this day our daily bread it is guaranteed exactly. jehovah and then just to throw something in yes jesus teaching us about the kingdom says do not worry mm-hmm. in other words look for shalom <laughs> Now, I'm to be, to be listening to Jesus using these names, okay? okay? Do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Mm. What shall we drink? Because your Father, because Jehovah Jireh, yes. knows, knows. your heart's need. Mm. All right? But seek first the kingdom on the mountain of the, of Lord. the Lord. It shall be provided. provided. And this thing shall be... Do so you see Jesus the power? Jesus is telling us here, when you pray... Yes. No one thing. Yes. His kingdom come exactly. and you execute. Because when he says That's his will it. be done on the earth, we are simply saying who will do the, uh, the will. Something. It is us. We have to do the will of God. As we do that, as we fulfill the, the proceeding word and the instruction, yes. their provision is. Exactly. So do you realize now this prayer, if you misread mm-hmm. what Jesus meant, you will be asking for daily bread every day. I mean, Jesus, God cannot be that that surely <laughs> what do you call really? that because going to him every day that give me my daily that bread. Is, that is that is a, that is a wilderness mentality hmm. manner hmm. yet what does jesus say man shall not live <laughs> by bread but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god the word that proceeds from the mouth of god is known as the will of god hmm. the will of god is known as the kingdom come yes and that will be, be done, done on earth when it is being done Provision shall be on the mountain of the Lord. Are you seeing how everything interconnects? Yes. And I think the thing of understanding, provision is not something that we spend hours and hours praying for. It's a place where you're being told, listen, call, uh, come to a place of saying, download his kingdom. Yes. Do his will. That's it. Provision is guaranteed. That's it. Notice, it says, download the kingdom, 
do, do it. Do not understand. <laughs> and not pray. Not, not sing. Analyze. Hmm. Not work out and speak. <laughs> yes. It says do, do and provision shall mm -hmm. be in the place. It says that <laughs> give us this day our daily bread. Of course, we're talking mm -hmm. about Jehovah Jireh. Yeah. And forgive us our trespasses or our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. There's who a reason. That? There's a reason we Which did name? Yeah, there's a reason we did this session just after the last one in this context. Yes. Because remember, Jehovah Mekodishkem. He who does what? Who sanctifies us. Mm. So he forgives you. Why does he forgive you? Remember what we talked. We said sin is a separation that cuts you short. Yes. So why is he forgiving you? To close the gap. Mm. Mm. So you can get back in the path of the will. And there's something here. When I'm praying and saying, forgive us our sins as we forgive, meaning this name, when you talk about the Lord who sanctifies you, he sanctifies you as he forgives your sin, you also don't hold against anyone. Exactly. Don't say, listen, I will forgive but never forget. Uh, forget about all those. Those are Babylonian terms and uh, quotes. Eh? Uh, so, forgive us our sin. Mm -hmm. Jehovah Mekodishkem. Yes. Mekodishkem. Yes. The Lord who sanctifies sets you apart. Mm -hmm. He can't set you apart if you're holding on to sin. Exactly. So, forgive those who have gone, uh, done you wrong. Exactly. And, yeah. and there's a power behind the word as we forgive. Yes. The word as is a powerful word because it's the same word used earlier. The kingdom come, your will be done on earth as. as. That word as is not similar. That word as is um, uh, simultaneously. simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, as we forgive. Now, if, if you've been with us a long time, you might have heard us teach on forgiveness. One of the things we said about forgiveness is one of those strange things where you do not forgive because someone apologized. Mm. You do not forgive because somebody accepted they were wrong. Mm. You forgive because you are like God. You forgive because forgiveness frees you and them. Actually, when you forgive, you free yourself. Exactly. And you, forgive and you free them. Exactly. Hmm. And it's strange. We talked about it that Jesus, the, uh, Jesus teaching on forgiveness said, this is the one thing if you don't do, God will not forgive you too. Weird. Again, if you don't understand how scripture is written, you'll think God is sitting there waiting. If you don't forgive, I don't forgive, I don't forgive you. <laughs> no, it's basically saying, when you don't forgive, you are incapable of receiving forgiveness. Mm. So you're always living a guilt conscious. Yes. conscious. Yes. You're always living with fear that mm. God is going to do something to you. What makes you live like that? Mm -hmm. Because you yourself would not forgive. And again, when I say that, forgive us our sins as we forgive those. When I see how I've been forgiven, exactly. it's easy for me to forgive. That's so what is happening here? When I say forgive us our sins, my yes. eyes have been opened to God's forgiveness. Exactly. When you look at your life and say, listen, he forgave me. Look at where I'm coming from. Yes. Look at what my life was. Look at how I was and God forgave me. Therefore, that God who forgave me like that. I also forgive. Thank so it's almost like this is happening to you and as it happens, you also forgive. So you're always looking at a, yes. your life and saying, I yes. will not hold anything against anyone. Actually, that is actually what you can call a, a luxury you can't afford. No, you can't. No, that it, is you can't painful. afford. Holding yeah. grudges. Yes, and please understand, God does not forgive you when you say sorry. Oh. <laughs> God forgave you so you can say sorry. Mm, so that you can have that ability to Access. come and say, I accept. Yes, you that know forgiveness. forgiveness is waiting for you. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is say sorry and get it. Mm. So you don't forgive, you don't say, I'm sorry, you know, in human form. Okay. When I say sorry, I ask you, Do you forgive? Do you for me? Yes, I forgive you after you say, 
And in fact, you've not said it properly. You don't yeah. even look serious. Yes, I'll, I'll hold. <laughs> no. God has already forgiven you. Oh, yes. So by the time you're saying sorry, it is you who is catching up with the program. Mm. So he forgives you. And when you see that, let me tell you, yes. forgiveness, uh, and forgiveness, mm. we've taught this before, and forgiveness can cause you sicknesses. Yes. Can cause you trauma. Yes. Can cause your mind not Literal to be at peace. Literal sickness in the body. Remember when you talked about Jehovah Shalom, we say that Shalom is when you're at peace mentally. If you have unforgiveness, that will not apply because you're meant where you're mentally, yes. you will always have this conflict. Listen. This person will always remind you they did this. So your mind is not at peace. So forgiveness is for you exactly. and for the other person. To put it this way, mm. there are certain traumas, certain pain, mm. certain sicknesses yes. that thrive in a space called unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, wow. So the minute you say, I will never forgive mm -hmm. that person, I, you've just invited a space. For the enemy now to, to operate, you've given him room to attack you. Mm. That's the power of this reality. Why? God wants us to maintain his character. Mm. So we forgive, not because people said sorry. Yes. We forgive not because now they are remorseful. Mm. Neither do we forgive so that they know we are good. We forgive <laughs> even if they don't know. Yes, even if they don't Forgiveness know. is not when I told you. Mm. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Yeah. So there is where God tells you, listen, as man, there's a sin that you can never reach God yes. if that sin is there. So God says what? Listen, I came so that this can be taken away. Mm -hmm. Now, let me not take away the sin hmm. which separates you from me and then you pick up another one uh -huh. and hold on to it. Uh -huh. So God is telling you, do not separate yourself from me. Remember we talked about righteousness of god mm -hmm. and practical righteousness and forgiveness is practical righteous uh, uh practical righteousness where you need to forgive yes so that you can be able to be free even absolutely. when you're praying yes says if you don't forgive your brother you, your prayers will not be answered absolutely can you imagine absolutely. you give but if you have unforgiveness your gift is not accepted can you see how That's many things powerful and forgiveness is something it's a else power thing so why is god saying that forgive us as we forgive. in other words this concept comes, listen carefully, after we know the will, mm -hmm. after provision has come. Yes. Insert as meaning unforgiveness could stunt my movement, mm. could interfere with where I'm going. And then it can trigger something else, and that's the next life. And lead us not into temptation. Remember, <laughs> this is the prayer that we all know. Our yes. Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. We know it, isn't it? Yes. So now we talk about and leaders not into temptation because this is another one. Remember, in our last conversation, we say that atheists have some things they are holding on to. <laughs> this is another one where they yes. tell you that God is the one who leads you into temptation. <laughs> it is not you actually. Again, now here we have a problem because we know exactly who leads us to temptation. Yes. And then the principle here is very simple. God cannot lead. In fact, James says, do not say paraphrased. God has said because God cannot be tempted, neither does he tempt anyone. So if God doesn't tempt anyone, was Jesus confused? Mm. Why is he using a term? This is a, a controversial line that many, many theologians have argued on. Some say it was not the original context, that somebody added it mm -hmm. in the terms of translation, just to make sure that people do not, because that was the understanding of what they thought God, how God worked then. Mm. Alright? But be as it may. Let's look at it in the context of God's character. The name that rises in this context is Jehovah Tzidkenu. 
the Lord my righteousness. righteousness. So if he's already righteous, he can't be leading me into temptation. But, but James explains later and says, it is our own selfish desires that lead us into temptation and cause us to sin. Meaning, remember where you're coming from? Forgive us. Yes. If you walk in unforgiveness, you're already opening the door to temptation. temptation. The Bible says, be angry, but, but don't do sin. not sin. <laughs> be angry and don't let your anger, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Meaning that dynamic will lead you into temptation and you will think sometimes our own so-called righteous anger that is too legal <laughs> could end up in trouble and yes. we think it is God who led us there. And that's why sometimes we get into trouble and we say God is testing me with this trouble. Mm. So God if you know him this as Jehovah said, yes. he is your righteousness. That exactly. means you know he cannot lead you into temptation. Nope. If anything, he's your righteousness. Exactly. He's the one who says, listen, I stand here as God mm -hmm. and I've made it clear yes. that you will have um, free way exactly. to me. There's nothing that uh, uh, prevents you from coming to me. Yes. He is your righteousness. And of course, another, saw way, that in Jeremiah. Yeah, another way you can use that term, yes. do not lead us, mm. it would also be like saying, keep me sensitive. Mm. When I'm heading towards danger, warn me. Warn me. Don't allow me to go. You got a concept. Let your righteousness protect me. Mm. Let your right way of doing things. When I'm about protect to do something me. wrong, let me remember to do right. Powerful. When I remember to do right, I'll be protected. And deliver us from evil. Evil. Deliver <laughs> us from evil. I think if you remember, when we talked about the Lord, our deliverer, or our banner, Jehovah Nisi, how are we delivered from evil? We are delivered from evil by us keeping the banner up. Hmm. Remember the technology? Yes. When the enemy comes in to us like a flood, like a flood <laughs> yes. he will raise up a standard. Meaning what is a standard? The word. What is a standard? The truth we are standing for at that time. Hmm. That is what will protect us from this environment. That is what will keep us from going. Meaning at every given time, if we have let me put it this way. Jehovah's simply means there's a standard by which I live which protects me from going into error. Mm. Mm. You get the principle? Yes. There are certain things I just won't do. And because I won't do them, I will not fall into error. Mm. Alright? Okay. That's the principle. It means, and it can also mean deliver us in case. Remember temptation? Yes. In case I fall. He has made a plan. Mm. He's so righteous, me. he's already made a plan he's for made me. made a plan. Lead us not into temptation. For yes. yours is the kingdom. For Aha. thine is the kingdom, depending on the version. Yes. But it says, for yours is the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Who are we talking about here? We're talking about El Olam. Mm -hmm. We're back to scripture. The everlasting God. God. We know so many scriptures that tell us that for his kingdom, for the, for the, for, of the power and expansion, paraphrasing of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Everlasting God. For thine is yes. the kingdom. Meaning, Listen, every reality here is in your hands. It mm. is everlasting. And it El is you. Olam. El Olam, the everlasting God. Mm. Again, you can refer again to Elohim. Oh, yes. Yeah, the creator of an environment. Listen, he's everlasting, meaning he preceded creation. Yes. But he can set a creation that is also everlasting after him. Mm. For yours is the kingdom. Mm. In that kingdom, there's no end. Yes. The minute you enter the kingdom, you access everlasting, everlasting life. life. 
everlasting yes. life. So for yours is the kingdom yes. and the power and the glory. Now we are back, like we told you, we keep picking the names at the Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies. I mean, you talk about power and glory. Yes. You're talking about the Lord of hosts, hmm. Saboath. Yes. The Lord, some versions say the Lord of powers. So there's capacity, there's armies. Hmm. And please, if you didn't get the detail of the armies, go back to the last recording. Oh, yes. And you'll see how we've broken down the issue of the armies. Hmm. All right, so when you understand this, and it's interesting that this particular term appears with, and this is important again, we said it before, it appears over 285 times with the name of God. And maybe that's why you find it towards the end of this whole yes. concept to give you the picture that you can depend on Him. Mm. For all these things to be done, He has the resources. Yes. He has the armies to achieve what He's committed. That is so powerful. And the power and the glory, the yes. Lord of hosts. Yeah. It finishes by saying, forever and ever. <laughs> you know, when we talk and say, guys, there are words in the Bible that we might just think they were there to finish our prayer. In fact, most of the time we think forever and ever. That's how we finish our prayer. Hmm. But in this one, when you're looking at the name of God, which is Father, and you're saying that if you look at all the names that we've been talking about, they're incorporated here. Hmm. We started by saying, our Father. Exactly. We start with the Father. Meaning, when I say in the earth I'm praying, my prayer must originate from the Father, with the Father, for the Father, and that is where I start. Mm -hmm. When it finishes, it says forever and ever. Hmm. What does that mean? Forever and ever. Now, <laughs> let, let, me, let me, for this one, there's a scripture I skipped deliberately. Okay. We'll talk about the names of God. Okay. Where God is mentioned as a father, but I want to show you in which context and how it ties to mm. this whole picture. Mm -hmm. And that is Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. If this is a scripture I have known since I was 12, <laughs> I can quote it with my you eyes even closed. When you learned because it. unfortunately, mm -hmm. it was only used in Christmas plays. And you are in all the Christmas plays. Every, I tell you, Sunday school, I did it. I was there. I would quote this scripture powerfully, not even extracting what it really says. Mm. Now, you're talking about yeah, the whole idea of who the Father is from beginning to end, the Alpha and the Omega. That's this one scripture. Shows how far Isaiah had seen. And how much depth there was in his insight. Mm. So, read Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, mm -hmm. and to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and the peace, there will be no end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from that time and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. That, those <laughs> verses have every name of God we've taught you so far. Yeah. Go and extract it. Yes. Go right into that scripture, 9 verse 6, mm -hmm. and you will find every single name we have applied and i love isaiah 9 6. it yes. always talks about jesus yes. being born a child and him but who is he on the throne. who is that child wow that child is the same everlasting father hmm. so how can you call a child an everlasting father hmm. meaning he was there so when we talk about he's the alpha and omega the there beginning and the end yes we never see him as this where we come and say and to us hmm. a child is born yes 
from that moment we are talking about in this one scripture talking to us about the everlasting father that's yes. why when we say and for, forever and ever when you are praying hmm. you are simply saying everlasting father because forever and ever yeah just think of the power yes a child is born a son is given yes now from that point we're dealing with government kingdom mm -hmm. we're dealing with a counselor the holy spirit we're yes. dealing with a mighty god mm -hmm. el shaddai we're dealing with an everlasting father prince of peace shalom the increase of his government and peace shalom will end will never end the reign of the throne look at all the names yes. that are just popping out of it mm. justice and righteousness the zeal of the lord hosts shall perform this look at how many dimensions mm -hmm. of the name olam is in there everything is in that one scripture yet we're describing one the father <laughs> so we started the prayer with the father yes our father and now we are saying the same prayer says our father and it finishes by saying forever and ever you are our everlasting father this father is the one we are talking about hmm. this father is the one we are saying now let's go into the word father let's go and understand when we say in the new testament jesus came to reintroduce us back to our father yes we say he brought back the kingdom He's opening our eyes into the kingdom. In this kingdom, there is a king. Hmm. But the king of the kingdom is our father. There you go. In this kingdom, there is a creator. Hmm. The God who is a creator is our father. There you go. In this kingdom is the God that the hmm. earth will come and tell you. The creation will come and tell you. We bow to him, Elohim. In Elohim is our father. Now, go. when we talk about being a son, this is what you are hmm. saying, that we have a father. But in this father, look at every name they have called him and just know one thing. His, la his, his name is one to us as his sons and that name is the father. You can give us your closing Whoa. remarks. Can you see how much fire <laughs> she has carried I'm telling because you. of the reality yes. that you walk in? Now, when we begin to say the term father, it is not a biological or human term, but an incorporation of the reality of all that God is yes since we cannot probably have a complete description of him yes so when we say father oh my goodness <laughs> the heavens angels can't call him father yes they creation can. can't call him father. <laughs> animals can't call him father we can my goodness if you come close to even beginning to understand Wow what that means and that's where we're headed now we're headed to how does he become our father what does it even mean and once he's our father is it a nice term or what has it got to do with us now you know how you're going to have power in the earth why we always tell you listen we are people who cannot be defeated hmm. when you come and say we have victory now yes. we know which name we are talking about there you go when we come and say we are the head and not the tail we know the name we are talking about and when we come and talk about uh, come and call ourselves the sons of god hmm. we know what you are saying and we are saying when we serve this father my god the earth the earth hmm. will look at us and say listen you are the answer we've been waiting for there you go. and it is a time for us this is it to arise and know that he is our father Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook, 
or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, May you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.